Before the start of every Maryland game, players and spectators rise for the national anthem. But on a wet February night in Xfinity Center, spectators waiting for Maryland basketball's game against the Rutgers Scarlet Knights heard a song they may not have been expecting. The song was Lift Every Voice and Sing, often referred to as the Black National Anthem for the United States. The song doesn't play at every game. It's never been played before. But for one week, Lift Every Voice and Sing came before the U.S. National Anthem because of a man named Eugene Williams of Clinton, Maryland. Welcome back to Offbeat, a podcast by the Diamondback. I'm your host for this episode, Anastasia Marks. I have a mission. Approximately three years ago, I had an epiphany, and it was about lift every voice and sing. Diamondback news editor Jillian Atelsik went to Clinton to meet Eugene. Eugene is 78 years old. Uh, He's a former professor at Howard University, and he's been an educator and a teacher for basically his whole life. As a child, living in a little town called Orange, Virginia, um, going to school there, we were required to learn the national anthem and lift every voice and sing. So I felt, as an educator, I said, I've got to get young boys and girls who don't know the words to lift their voice and sing, sing it. Since December 2017, he has made a pretty effective routine of just reaching out by phone to every spokesperson for every college team or NBA team that he can find. Uh, And he basically introduces himself, tells his story, makes his case, explains why he wants the song, explains the history of the song, and asks if they would consider playing it at their events. Not just NBA teams, not just teams in the DMV area, but all kinds of teams all over the country. I decided to call the Washington Wizards. And I called them several times. And then one day, a representative from the Washington Wizards call and say, Dr. Williams, we will be playing Lift Every Voice and Sing. And I thought, here we go. He also wants to make sure we're not ignoring the fact that these teams that make a ton of money, NBA, college, what have you, are by and large built on the backs of black players. I believe that the majority of your players on your team are Afro-American. That is the way it is, NBA as well as NCAA. So if 70 to 80% of the players are Afro-American, then we owe it to them and their fans to sing and or play 
lived every wars and seen. It's like a very poignant emotional experience for him, the way that he described it to me at least. And so I think that he wants to share that with other people. It is for me an anthem that affirms me as a person, as a black person. I believe it would do the same thing for the young players there, particularly the young black players. Throughout his efforts, Eugene's received support from his wife, Mary Johnson. Mary's a UMD alum. She received her doctorate in math education from UMD. Like her husband, she thinks it's important that people here lift every voice and sing at every Maryland game. It's really an inspirational song for anybody. There's nothing in it that's derogatory against any person, any race, any, anybody. It's just a song that anyone could um, appreciate. Hearing Lift Every Voice and Sing at the Rutgers game was part of Maryland Athletics initiatives for Black History Month. Jason Yellen, who's a spokesperson for the athletic department, told me that they, you know, the department was really thrilled to have the song performed and they thought it was a really beautiful rendition. He spoke to Jillian and I at the game during halftime. As anyone who's been to a Maryland basketball game knows, it gets a little loud. So it's just kind of a comprehensive effort for us to, you know, celebrate Black History Month. We thought it would be appropriate to have them sing it tonight. I think they did a great job raising awareness for Black History Month. George Clark an alum of both UMD and Rutgers, who's been going to both teams' games for years, thought the change was a step in the right direction for both schools. I mean, there are so many people in diversity, and they need to be able to show that there is that diversity. Because it was part of an initiative, the song won't become a regular occurrence here at UMD. As of right now, the only plans to play that song have already passed. So as far as I know, as far as I was told by the athletics department, there aren't any plans to play it moving forward. Eugene and Mary know now that the song would only be played for one game. But Eugene isn't giving up on his mission to hear lift every voice and sing at every professional and college basketball and eventually football game across the country. We must get the most important, I think, university in the state of Maryland doing it, the University of Maryland College Park. About 35 minutes after National Anthem, there's another tradition at every basketball and football game at Maryland. But it's a tradition that's very special to Maryland, that only Terps can appreciate. It starts with building music. Everyone in the stands knows what it means. The Maryland flag drop. 
For something that's so ingrained into the student sections, not many people know when it started, why we do it. I'm not sporty. <laughs> Maybe because to show pride, like we really like our school. Maybe solidarity. That would be that's a good answer. Pride for our state. Wow, you see like all the hype and everything. It's very high energy and it kind of just shows that we're all like unified. Because people are probably bored halfway through and they need something else to look at. I don't really go to a lot of games, so more crowd engagement. I, mean, I didn't even know they did that, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know, maybe because we're ugly and they wanted to like, no, nah, We like our flag, and so it gets the students more involved in the game, make them feel like it's really something that it belongs to us. Kind of fun, if you think about it. I remember like in uh, elementary school, we used to do a little, Shoot, yeah. the parachute thing, yeah, I don't know, I think of that. The tradition actually started on March 6, 2013, in a basketball game against former division rival North Carolina to show Maryland pride and spirit, as well as getting to show off the Maryland state flag, considering that it actually looks a lot cooler than North Carolina's. As much as Marylanders love to show off their flag, and this host actually isn't from Maryland, the tradition is pretty cool. How many student sections get to have dance parties under a giant flag at every game. And in case you're wondering about one of our more obnoxious traditions, Maryland students have been shaking newspapers on the wall at least since the 1970s. However, I'm not quite sure when we started shouting you are ugly at other teams. So the next time you hear the music and next time the flag comes down, you'll know where it started. If you have a question you want us to answer on the next podcast, tweet us. We're at DBK Offbeat. And if you'd like to read more of Jillian Atelsik's story about Eugene and his mission, check out our website, dbknews.com. You can go there to read more about how Eugene influenced teams like the Washington Wizards, Cleveland Cavaliers, and even the Golden State Warriors. Thanks for listening to another episode of Offbeat. We'll talk to you soon.